This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. General Motors is making big EV and AV news today. It's investing $3 billion in its Hamtramck assembly plant in Detroit to make electric vehicles as well as the cruise automation autonomous vehicle. The EVs will be built on a common architecture and will likely include sedans, SUVs, pickup trucks, and the autonomous vehicle that they've named Origin. The plant, which had been making Cadillac CT6s and Chevrolet Impalas, will reopen at the end of 2021. Speaking of Origin, longtime Autoline viewer GM Veteran wrote in to say the Origin is interesting, but he found the styling of the AV from Canoe to be more to his taste. In fact, he went on to say that the Canoe looks like a downsized version of the GM Future Liner from the 1950s. Those were the vehicles that GM built to take around the country for its Parade of Progress presentations. So what do you think? Origin, Canoe, or Future Liner? When it comes to Level 5 AVs, the ones with no steering wheels or pedals, the thing that's been holding them back is all the testing that's needed to teach their artificial intelligence systems how to recognize every possible situation. Waymo has racked up over 20 million miles of real-world testing, but that's not enough. Some say it's going to take 500 years to accumulate enough test miles to ensure that AVs have 99.999% accuracy. But two Israeli startups may be able to supercharge those efforts. Cortica is a company that claims it can teach AI systems with a 90% reduction in computing power. For example, it can show the system a picture of one bottle of beer and it will learn to distinguish any beer bottle from any other kind of container. Another startup, Fortelex, can automatically generate edge cases or corner cases in simulation. In other words, you feed it a driving situation and it can generate all the scenarios where things can go wrong. This allows AV companies to generate 100 times more meaningful tests than they can do today and it has 10 times the verification efficiency. So who knows? Fortelic says we could see level four AVs in the next three to five years. Hey, we've got some interesting new details about Rivian's production plans. Test runs down the company's assembly line at its assembly plant in Normal, Illinois, will start in the third quarter of this year, with full production of the R1T pickup starting in December. Rivian's R1S utility vehicle will roll off the same line about three months later. Ford will also make a luxury SUV built on Rivian's electric skateboard, but Rivian's CEO, RJ Skarin, says it's a very different product from our own SUV. It's not known if the SUV will be branded as a Ford or a Lincoln. Rivian will also make 100,000 electric vans for Amazon, the last of which should be completed by 2024. All the vehicles use the same skateboard, but since there will be three battery options and each has their own different body, the plant will have a number of assembly lines. One will be dedicated to building the skateboard, another will make the batteries, which will feed to the skateboard line, and then there will be two final trim assembly lines, one for Ford and Rivian, the other 
for the Amazon vans. Kia's new SUV, the Telluride, is so popular, they're going to increase production. A Korean news site reports that the automaker will ramp up production to 100,000 units a year. Since it went on sale in March, more than 58,600 Tellurides, which is made at Kia's plant in Georgia, were sold in the U.S. market alone. The SUV also won the 2020 North American Utility of the Year Award, and you can listen to what our panel of jurors on AutoLine This Week had to say about the Telluride. And you can click on the show notes headline to get to that show. Most Corvette customers buy the car for its thrilling performance, but more than a few are willing to brag about the car's surprising fuel economy if you only give them the chance. And it's not going to be any different with the new C8. Autoblog reports that Corvette's chief engineer, Ed Piatek, says the new car will get 15 miles to the gallon in the city and 27 on the highway. That's kind of impressive for a car that has nearly 500 horsepower from its 6.2-liter V8 and can do 0 to 60 in only 2.9 seconds. By comparison, a Ferrari 488 gets 15 miles per gallon in the city, but only 20 on the highway. Motor racing fans were treated to a break in the midwinter doldrums with the 24 hours of Daytona. The race ran at a blistering pace, with the winners going 25 more laps, more than the last record. Cadillac pulled out another overall win in the prototype class, coming ahead of Mazda and Acura. BMW fought off a determined charge from a couple of Porsche 911s in the GTLM class, with the new C8 Corvette finishing fourth in its first race. In the GTD class, a Lamborghini Huracan took the win. And boy, that GTD class is hyper-competitive. In qualifying, the top eight positions were taken by eight different manufacturers, making this one of the healthiest racing series in the world. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. FCA revealed its new Uconnect infotainment system. The fifth-gen version is five times faster, can support up to eight connected devices, and is now scalable across all of FCA's brands. It's powered by Android Auto and includes Alexa in-vehicle assistant. But Apple CarPlay is still available. The fully customizable interface can store preferences for five user profiles, and the system can be used on a screen up to 12.3 inches. TomTom is built into the navigation system, and Sirius XM 360L, as well as personalized stations from Pandora, are also available. The Uconnect 5 system will start being equipped in vehicles later this year. Boy, we were shocked to hear this. Hyundai's vice president of product planning, Mike O'Brien, is leaving the company. He was a repeat guest on AutoLine After Hours, and we always enjoyed his candid conversation and wide scope of knowledge of Hyundai's vehicles. Mr. O'Brien is going to pursue other interests, and we can't wait to learn what those interests are. Automakers once again struggled to sell sedans in the U.S. last year. According to Ward's intelligence, sales dropped nearly 11% in 2019. So has the segment finally bottomed out? 
On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by auto analyst Jeff Schuster from LMC Automotive. And in the following clip, he discusses if sedans will bounce back this year. We think the, you know, the sedans and cars in general, um, I think we're expecting them around still a quarter of the market. If you look at the car as a broad term, including sporty and, and you know, the couple of wagons and, and so forth that are there. But um, so falling, but not, not quite the bottom yet. It's still got a few more years before, but we're starting to see it bottom out over the next couple of years. Mm kind of in that low 20% range. At the same time, to, to kind of go to the opposite of that, we, we expect, uh, and we got really close in 2019, 2020 we'll see SUVs at 50% plus uh, for the market this year. Wow. Of course, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, autoline.tv, or look for it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today's report. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you right back here again tomorrow.